0: Hello, movie fans. Welcome to another episode of the Double Taps Movie Critic Review. We watch it twice. You don't have to watch it once. And today we're reviewing *My Rainey's Black Bottom, a 2020 release film. This one was directed by George C. Wolf, and this was tragically the final performance of renowned actor Chadwick Boseman of Black Panther fame. This movie also stars Viola Davis, and it also has Glenn Thurman, Michael Potts. And Coleman Domingo in a few supporting roles. It's a star-studded cast. And it was based off the, I believe, the singer of the actual name, Ma Rainey. And this is based off a stage play, which is a little bit loosely of an adaptation. This was supposed to come out in theaters December 18th. But it was pushed back, as you know, once again, with COVID and everything like that. So it got put on Netflix. And this is a movie. It's produced by Denzel Washington. And it's one of his three film picture deals. And this comes off the heels of fences, which was another good movie starring Viola Davis. But enough about the introduction. So we're going to get into this. So today we're talking about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So to start us off, I'm going to pass it over to Why Not Fields, where he'll give you some of his take on the movie.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Why Not Fields. And um, I actually give this movie a 7.5 out of 10. I know it's not high, but um, it's a couple of things that I didn't like about the movie, but great actors. Chadwick, he did his thing. He actually made me not like him in his movie, and I liked him in a lot of other movies. And Viola Davis, she did her thing too. Comin Domingo, <clears throat> I love I love his acting, even in The Fear and the Walking Dead and seeing him in here. I just love how everybody act. I love the way the picture uh, looked, um the cinematography and just stuff that I didn't like and stuff that I did like. But again, I'm not even going to spend a long time on this. And I just give it a 7.5 out of 10. And I'm just going to pass it to DJ.
2: Well, okay. So I give this movie an 8.5 out of 10. And there's a reason for that. Yes, I understand. There's plot holes and there's a lot that was like kind of stupid. <laughs> but the one thing that I really loved about the movie was the acting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When it comes down to me, when it comes down to movies like this, it kind of reminds me like a, of a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's when it's set in just one setting. I love that. Because you have to be a good storyteller to make this movie work. And every character was interesting. You got to understand each character's motivations in their life and how they were as a person. And my Rainey, to me, was not really a good person. That's just how I looked at it the way they portrayed her in the movie. I don't know about her in real life, but in the film, I was like, I understood her motivation. I understood her as a person, but she was pretty, you know, out there. But Viola Davis completely killed it. She played that, that ignorant black woman role to the maximum. She did her thing. And Chadwick Boseman was a star of the film. He really, 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 really shined in this in this movie. Every character in this movie made you care about them, at to, you know, going in towards the end. You really wanted to see everyone's finale. Like, you wanted to see what was going to happen with the band and with Ma Rainey and everything. And I was thinking to myself, when Chadwick was telling the story of him and his mother, what happened to his mother and his parents, I found that to be why Chadwick was such a great actor he went from like they were all joking laughing making fun of each other and they kind of made him mad when it was like he, you know he was like y'all don't and then, I found another, another thing funny how everybody referred to themselves in third person like that was hilarious man but <laughs> just Chadwick when he, he just was when he the way he was able to make that character the way it was he would flip the script go from happy to crazy, happy to crazy. He kept flipping back and forth, he did it so flawlessly. It was like he wasn't even trying. He just did it. That was amazing. Like this dude, if he was still alive, this dude would have probably been one of the greatest because this dude was so amazing. He really can make you stop what you're doing and watch him. That's how great he was. And in this movie, you would I can you can't even tell he's sick. Like he was sick, he was severely sick in this role. Like when he took on this role, he was at this last stages of his life, and you couldn't even really tell because he—that's how great he was. He's such a professional. And the guy from The Walking Dead in this film, Coleman Domingo, I like him as a, uh, as an actor because I just like the way he acts, like the way he comes off, and the way he just talks. He just—he has that. That seriousness about him, and you can tell that he's like one of those. He can play a character down to a T. Whatever he needs to do, he can do that. And I, I loved his performance in this. It's just everything about it. I gave the movie eight point five because that was just. I just the story was so captivating. Even though you could say, well, it was just in one setting. It was about you know, but it 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 was so much in this movie in just one setting that lets you understand like how good like the writing was for this film. Just everything about it was just captivating. Um, the storytelling, the characters' motivations, and also the ending, which was let you understand how life is not just for black people, just for song songwriters in
0: general. Because man, whew,
2: that was yeah, yeah. That
0: that ending, honestly, when I saw it, my jaw dropped. I actually like got a little. I knew it was what of it. I got I got a little teary eyed, just like not like burst out crying, but I'm like this this was deep.
1: Yeah,
2: hey, I, I saw it coming
1: though. Can, hey, so what number do you give this movie?
2: Eight point five out of ten. Okay, and uh, I wrap it up and I pass it off to the optimistic reviewer.
3: I watched this movie and I gave it, I gave it an eight out of ten, and simply because the acting was just phenomenal. It really was like, like DJ Rom said, for this to be Chadwick Boseman's final performance and knowing what he was going through within these final his final days. To know that he just, you just know he put his all into his performance, like it was straight up. Like, who's the rest of these people here? No, don't get me wrong, they're all really good actors. They're all really talented. So, like I said, I gave this movie, I gave this movie a eight out of ten. And like I said, for Chadwick, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, for these to be like his final days, and you know, knowing what he was going through in those final days before he died just seeing that performance that he gave you can just tell that he gave it his own and his performance like he's live, I'm guaranteed what do they give him Oscars or Grammys whatever he would got one of those things he would get an award for it <laughs> <No, laughs> no, want to no. do or does he get the uh, is it the golden mic now nah, this, uh I think now nah, it's the golden mask no way, that's an singer what's the golden mic do anyways he uh he definitely did like Put his all into his performances, Levy, and to the point where you know somebody does. Like I, I say it all the time: if somebody does a good job for their performance, you actually can like feel feelings towards that person. So like I started to like dislike him at certain parts in this, and then I also started to sympathize with him in certain parts of this. And, like when he gave his monologue and stuff about, you know, I ain't scared of no Don't tell me I'm scared to know uh, no white or whatever he called them, whatever word they used at the point. You know, now nah, they they didn't say that. Okay. They didn't say that. They said that would like in <laughs> the end there, but I can't remember the exact words, verbiage that he used when he's giving this monologue, but <laughs> I'm starting to, uh, to wonder about you, actually, sir. It's... Anyways, no, he just, his performance was phenomenal. And Viola Davis is, I definitely agree. Like, and this, these are rare times, guys. These are rare times. You know we in the end days because I agree with DJ Rom on this this factor too. Because he said she was playing the, uh, you know, whatever Black woman, and she was. Like, I actually didn't like her character at all. I don't know if Mairene was like that in real life, but I did not like her character. And it's like, I think the thing that really, like, put this down a few notches for me as far as the rating goes was the, I just felt so much anxiety while watching it, but I can really feel the hate that I felt like it was portraying within the characters and that it was trying to, like, give us. Like, most of the story was what we what people talk about nowadays, and I understand these things happened, but there's so much hate to in the community, you know, yada, 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 speech, speeches, incident there, that we don't need all that other, you know, the other hate that was exuding from this movie, as well as the whole, you know, they stole everything from us, understand that, but I knew it was going to be about that, because it said 1927 Chicago, Illinois, and I was like, yep, know what this movie going to have in it, so <laughs> I was already ready for it to come, however, I didn't know that I was going to feel that strongly, However, like I said, the damning qualities of this movie far outweigh those things that I didn't like about it. And then, for it to have been shot in what? So one setting? 19, one area? All basically almost one shot, not like the movie uh, 19, was it 1957? 19, 19, Is that the movie where they did one? 1927, 19, one 57? One no, the movie, oh, the one movie they did one shot. Whatever, that movie, the 19 something. <clears throat> Yeah, thank you. It was one to look. I'm just throwing out her dates and stuff. I had a 7, right? And a 19. I just didn't have the that third digit right. But for, for it to have been shot in that one specific area the entire time, I was just like, it was a good, compelling story that they had going on there. Sandy Anyways, we'll talk about Morgan later, and I'm going to go ahead and pass you. this off to the Ravage of Sandy's or Sandy yep, Ravage. Here we go. he, have have he likes to refer to himself. Sandshrew. Sandshrew. There I we definitely go. want to give you it, it 8 mind. out of ten. Eight of 10. What
0: I'll say is, for sure, the acting was fantastic. Chadwick Boseman's performance as yeah. Levy completely stole the show. Viola Davis as Ma Rainey was very commanding. And what, I, what I'll say, piggybacking off a lot of what I was hearing is, you said she had the angry kind of standoffish woman kind of vibe going. And she did. I completely understood. But I understood as the movie would go further why she was like that. Because she was trying to, you know, I'm going to, I know my worth as an artist. So I'm going to get the most I can get out of the label and the producers. They need me more than I need them. So I can jerk them around because I'm the top dog around here. So like as it went on, I kind of respect that. And I like that about her. And as for the characters, I thought each of them had their own personality, their own definitive like reason for why they was in the band, doing what they were doing. And it's like, yeah, there's you know the racial element because of the time it took place in. But I noticed even though like some of the characters had mentioned their struggles and what they had gone gone through, there wasn't a lot of like characters that were acting really beaten and downtrodden by it. But where the big the biggest character was levy's performance which chadwick boseman's like once again performance was just phenomenal knocked it out of the park like he felt so gripping so engaging and the way this movie was shot and the way it took place in one location and the, how the dialogue was written where everything felt so real so personal so connected you felt like you were actually in the room with them that's the most thing i like about it: is the dialogue and the character writing As far as the movie overall, I don't really have any negatives to say about it. It's just as a film, as a whole for me, it just doesn't hit those, oh my, oh my, this is like amazing. But for me personally, I'm definitely going to get us a strong 8 out of 10. I think this was a great final performance for Chadwick Boseman. And I'm really going to miss the guy and think that there's so much more he could have done if just things had played out just a little differently. But anyway, like, I want to before I pass it on. I want to kind of just go back into like the details. I really appreciate that this was another Denzel Washington produced kind of film because I kind of I have a lot of respect for Denzel Washington because I feel as a person who's you know come from a different generation, been through some different experiences and things like that. I like how when he touches on issues like race and masculinity and stuff like that, men in movies. He acknowledges the issues that people do face due to racism, systemic problems, and things of that nature. But then, much like with the character Levy, a lot of the messed up stuff that Levy was going through, some of that he bought on himself. Which I found that was a very interesting contrast to kind of bring into that. Because I'm like, Levy has been through some messed up things, I understand why he's like that, but this guy is kind of a crappy person to these people. And just it was a few nuances like that that I thought made it a little more interesting than just him being just a gloom and doom character, which once again, I completely understand why he was like that, but it was just I don't know, it gave like it feels like the characters were more in this film, the characters were very nuanced.
3: I will say that for this movie, I actually don't want to spoil the ending. I want people to watch it because I don't remember which one of y'all said it, but that ending had me my mind was blown. And you don't realize what's gonna happen until probably seconds before it happens. But right. as far as Levy's character, like I said, he was like I said, in certain instances, I didn't like him. Like he was he was definitely as Wynna said prior to us starting the podcast, hot-headed, <clears throat> super hot-headed. But he did know what he wanted, and he was doing everything he could to get that thing that he wanted. So when you find out about his past and who he is as a person and what gives him his drive, you start to feel, you know, feel for the man. And then, like, as everything progressed, like, it started to feel like everybody kind of just, one, didn't like him, and two, was ganging up on him. And you start to feel it at the beginnings of the movie that they don't like him to begin with, because you know, obviously he comes in like I'm cocky, like I'm the best thing, best jumper player around here walking. But sometimes you're gonna have that confidence about yourself when it comes to yo, what you do, especially if you know you're good at it. So when he he came up in there and then everybody was just like, Oh, I'm late. levy again. Oh gosh. And then uh <clears throat> They start talking, everybody joking around, everybody cool. And then you start to see a little of the conflict. It was Levy place, and, and the, to guy the Toledo. Levy and uh, what's his name, yo? The <laughs> dude that, uh, what's, his name, <laughs> what's his name, Django? <laughs> the man played? man's Toledo. <laughs> what's his name, Django? <laughs> no, <laughs> Yeah, no, not Toledo because the conflict, the conflict was wasn't even between them. They just kind of the way that they, they kind of disrespected Toledo. Mm. Like I didn't yeah, like how they treated yes Toledo the entire was movie.
2: So much, was too much of a yes man.
3: Yeah, color, color, the little, the little wuss. I didn't like how uh, <laughs> I didn't really. Yes, he was yeah, he so was much a of a yes man uh, the entire movie. Brain. That's all he was. Like <laughs> I really felt like he was a slave in this big, in this entire movie. Like he was just like yes, master. I do whatever you want me to do, master. And then, but I felt like you could just kind of feel and see them kind of like coming after him most of the movie and so like when first it was like the first initial conversation they was talking that's when uh cutler finally showed that you know no nah, i don't like you anyways and he was like no they say we're gonna play my version nah we do what my say and i, I get that it's a song and he just like trying to place a name out there you know make himself make himself big but you know every time he said something, it was just like, yeah, swatted down. (laughs) So you start to see from a perspective of like, if you've ever been that person, that person who every time you had something to say it was like everybody came against you, you kind of see why he was the way that that he was throughout the entirety of the movie. Despite his circumstances, circumstances, despite his background where he came from.
0: It was like he didn't have no respect for them and he was so into his abilities and what he can do, which is nothing wrong with being confident in yourself, but it's like the contrast between him and Ma Rainey was Ma Rainey was somebody who had already had her established brand. She had made her own brand for herself and had something of worth to really push to the um, the white music execs and things like that. So it was kind of like a contrast, like of somebody who's building a brand and building something that land and st- stands versus somebody who has the ability to build something but hasn't built it yet. And you saw like when he was disrespectful to like the people in his music band, like that kind of came back and bit him negatively. It was kind of like he didn't stand by and support and work with his own people. And was so busy trying to run off and get ahead of them, he messed himself up.
2: Another thing that he did wrong was uh he cursed God. That was the biggest thing he did. He blamed God for all his problems and said, you know, God doesn't care about Negroes and all this other stuff. That was his main problem right there. I I mean, I understand what he went through, but he misunderstood everything. And he took everything too personally. And he felt like... But I understood his motivation. I liked him as a character. It's just that he really was misguided. And... I think that's because of his dark past. And my Rainey didn't make any, neither did color. The band made nothing better for him. And he, all he was trying to do was explain to them, like, my is not the only thing going, like, I can do something too. They're like, well, no, you do what my say. It's like, and color was just such a slave. And they, I love how when at the end, he uh it was towards the end where he went off and was like, see, y'all just so y'all y'all happy just to be here and could be y'all so complacent. Like, and that's and that's a problem with a lot of people, like, especially nowadays. They get somewhere in life and they just feel like okay, this is it. And if anybody tries to come out of that, they get mad at them.
3: Listen, that part, I feel like that part should have hit home for so many black people, so many African-Americans who watch that movie cocky. because it was true. Like in that movie, like as as he oh, yeah. was trying to like get his point across, like I said, he was real cocky. And real confident in it. and he was he definitely kind of did too much he did a lot in the movie he did too much however the one thing that I agree with him on 100% is that they was all just like this is my show this is my rainy show they was just so okay with being where they were and they weren't trying to do anything more and he kept trying to say that to them but every time he said it to them they was like what's wrong with you don't nobody <laughs> ever pay no don't what is it <laughs> what well, they kept saying saying it a whole lot I ain't stud, studying you ain't wasn't nobody studying Levy, Levy. <laughs> So every time he kept trying to tell him y'all are just being complacent. Why are y'all okay with just being in this one spot? Why don't y'all want to make a name for yourselves? Basically, like without saying it, y'all great musicians in y'all own right. Why are y'all still falling behind my exactly. Rainey when well, you can actually do better? And <laughs> just like you trash. <laughs> no, nah, Ma Rainey's where it goes. <laughs> He's like, there go the yes, so man. Again. Jim K what you get in the movie. So
2: happy to do it. <laughs> so, I don't <laughs> like people
3: like made me so mad when he when he walked up to uh, exactly. homeboy no, uh, Irving and says that boy can't do it. And then they blame they waiting went, turned the around and blamed Levy for it. And nobody even opened their mouth to say it was me. You know, just let the blame, like, I know it's going to fall on Levy. I know it's going to fall on Levy. And Levy just like, you know what, whatever. He can do whatever he want to do. Y'all don't want to believe me, whatever. That's fine. If he, if you want to try to do it, you can do it. And they <laughs> So, like, he, he didn't even try to defend himself for real. He just, like, this is how it always goes. You can tell this is how they've always treated him without having the background context of that story or seeing anything prior to them all joining that band. You just know. This is what he was used to. This is how he's used to them treating him. So he was just like, whatever. He did whatever you want to do. I don't care. If you want to, if you want to, you know, keep doing it over and over and over and over, and did he get it right? That's fine, he can do what he want to do. I don't care, I'm not even gonna try to defend myself now. And <laughs> so, the
2: reason why he turned out the way that's, he turned that's the out. other reason why I say I can't stop these characters you, Rainey, like, because... you know, control freak who wanted to control everything and everybody around her not even just white people. She blamed she used the white man as an excuse to for her to act the way she acted. She wanted to control everybody, she wanted to control her girlfriend, she wanted to control color. Her nephew, this this reason why she wanted Levy gone because she couldn't control him. This Levy wasn't the problem. It was her. Realistically, it was she was the problem. She, her being such a bad person trickled down to Levy, made Levy into a bad or a worse person, which everyone should take responsibility for what happened, but it's down to her being such a control freak and everybody being scared to. Speak up for themselves because it's my rainy. We we were nothing without my rainy. It's like, bro, y'all are musicians. She's just a singer.
1: Y'all can she can be replaced. Look, y'all look, can. they both played a part in it. It's just not his. It's just not uh her fault for her being. Okay, I just
0: said that. Yeah, it, I would They all played a part because
1: Chadwick, because Chadwick was an inexperienced young dude. No, he not was hard. All head. Head. They all did. not Like these people out here today, they do not listen. That was his problem. Yes, he wanted to become something bigger than Mom Rainey, and like, he, why would you? He wasn't a follower. Yes, I, I agree with him on that, but every other stuff. That's why I didn't really like his character. I liked him to, because he portrayed the character right. He acted right. He the way he acted that character, it was right. But just the character, I really didn't care for because he was just so hard hit. Because. Because she I had, love a, that. I love her. No, because she had so many she she had experience. I know she shouldn't have been so but her I can heart tell you right, been so it, like that it, because of what a lot of other people in the music industry and what they do to you and stuff like that. That was kind of sad. But I understood why she was like that. That that's just yeah. me. Oh, cool. I did too, but she was just ignorant.
3: But I can see all right. So seeing her as that character and the the way she portrayed the character, my Rainey in that role. I don't know if she, again, keep saying, I don't know if she was like this in real life, but in that specific role that Viola Davis portrayed her in was the same thing as those people who just like, you know, they want to get up for themselves and forget everybody else. You know, like this whole team of people, black people, sometimes they'd be in that, that situation where everybody is riding by you the entire time. But when, right. when you start getting up there, you just be like, oh, no, nah, they ain't never did nothing for me. But they there, you know, they there. What happens to trying to make sure they we all rise right at the same time? I only want to preach that when everybody down, but as soon as you get up there, it's just all about you, you know? It's selfish. And looking at it like this, uh, Wynon Fields, it's 1927. His character, Levy, had every right to actually be like that because this man could actually read and write music. That's a big thing in that, that day and age and that era. Because a lot of the people were just kind of like playing what they could play based on the melodies that they can hear. And it wasn't about them knowing how to read music. It was just like, I can play this. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. And then everybody else would join in. So the fact that this man could write songs and he could read music and he could write music himself. He had everything to be huge. like, what? That again? was actually a huge thing. And I think he got overlooked within that time period.
1: You I, know? I get it. But I get that. But that inexperience be, that he had—guess what—they let him down. Not of
3: what he could do because his man he, could write music in nineteen twenty-seven. But think huge. about
1: it—he was inexperienced. He thought he was going to get Miles this. You I'm just saying. Him. Where did they, where yeah, did they his, his biggest. what did they get him? Yeah, I mean, it was inexperienced, naive, whatever. It just—I uh, still didn't like it. Well it go back this is to him naive God. like if he never would have done that if he would have put
2: his faith in God, his life would have been better for him. But he cursed God and that's what put a curse on himself.
0: I also think...
1: and then he oh go ahead.
0: Oh sorry, go ahead. It's... Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, DJ Rome.
1: <laughs> oh no, Why
0: why not feel he good? He had the floor.
1: No, I was gonna say, did anybody talk about the door yet?
0: Oh, I was just about to get in oh no the go, door. Go ahead, before... go ahead. Before I got in, before I got into the door. The portion of that, I liked how Cutler, one of the characters, was talking about, like, you know, the slavery and the disadvantages people was facing at the time and was talking about unity and getting together and stop partying and playing and try to come together to make something happen. And, like, it kind of gave me that old versus new, young, old head dynamic, which we all been there. Like, you know, you got them old heads who, like, some of the stuff they say ain't wrong but they just so set in their ways, they just can't ever listen to what somebody said. Even sometimes younger people with knowledge and skill, and then some people without it. So that was an interesting dynamic. But the door, we got to talk about the door. And I think I want to give it to why not Fields and let him go ahead and open up that door, no pun intended.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could have kept going, brother. I was just going to say, just. <laughs> I mean, did anybody notice the door? Because when he first went to the door, in the back of my head, I said, there's something about that door. It ain't open. Then he kept going back to it. The, the further along the movie went, things start happening in a bad way, and he kept, could not get through that door. And I was thinking to myself, okay, what does this door mean? I mean, is he trying to get into something he shouldn't be getting into? Is it going to lead him down a death and destruction? Or was it that you know, when that, um, what am I trying to say? When you get that big break and something good happened to you, you know what I mean? And yeah. you change your life. I, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. That's what I just wanted to know. Did y'all notice
3: the door? Yeah, I noticed it throughout the entire movie. Like every time he went over to that door, I'm just like, what is it about the door? And they mentioned, they made references to it from the beginning of the movie. That door was yeah. obviously important because the first thing they say when they go in that room, hey, this door ain't never been go here before. Something changed about this room. You know and they started, they started having that whole. That's where the first that's the first argument actually. The very first argument they had was about that door. So they were talking about that door for a really long time. Like, the good door is important, and then every time something Y'all else happened, he always he was over there. Levy's character was always situation. over by that door trying open to open it the door, like he really he was just trying to open it, it for some nowhere, reason.
0: He burned all the bridges just on the other side. All he had to do was look up.
3: Yeah, and that, that was a, quite a bit of symbolism. That's the only thing I could think of when he opened the door, and it was the sky was above his head, and I was just like. That was like this was saying, look up to God. God could have helped you with this, him. but he—it it is true. Everything kind of started going bad for him when he cursed God. The moment, the first moment he cursed God, everything started to go. Yeah, he did. He said, all right, yeah. you going to curse God? Watch. But everything they, that you're going to try to go for, watch it just all kind of crumble down on you. He didn't say this exact that word, but this is paraphrasing in future terms. Now he got a
0: fired for that. I, I didn't. I didn't
2: blame him for that one. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> lie. Yes, yes. But he has no reason to be. loyal my reign. My gonna fire him. She was plotting on getting rid of him. Like I didn't he didn't know that. that he had no reason to be loyal to her.
3: He didn't, I don't think, okay, so he didn't know, but I'm sure he felt it coming. Well, no, right. he did. He kind of felt Jeez, it coming because right. he said it before she fired him. He said, if you're going to fire me, then fire me because he already knew that she was thinking about doing it. So he didn't care no more. And it was just, it goes back to what DJ Rahm was saying. He said a lot of profound stuff during this podcast. And I'm actually really shocked at it because, you know, he's not too bright. He was like, <laughs> it was like, my rainy," and this is when he said. It, I was like, my mind exploded a little bit. He was like my right, Randy. see that? And she liked to control everything and she didn't like Levy because she couldn't she couldn't, control, she couldn't
2: control, control the situation how angry she got and she always would say the white man this white man that but sure the problem. But Levy, think about her
1: like, experience in her life and what was going on around her.
2: What this because understandable. Well, we
1: all go we, her, we, but
2: that doesn't make you have a reason to go off on everybody okay. around you who's helping.
1: Think, you. think about what optimistic review. Remember what he said? Remember what he said that he had a reason uh, uh Levy you know he, he, he should have been like that you don't because get a, you, you cannot you can you read and that, write but, in that time window, right? And he said it. I, I understand that. but she, but I, I understand that, but yeah, but she that's was more about his confidence and confidence his music. Felt like Not he, about she needed person. control because he was she control <laughs> a lot of other things in the music, music industry. So she had every right because she got played over and over and over again. That's what I was getting out of it. I mean, she had every right to be like that too. That's just me.
0: It kind of came off to me is when you build your own brand you build your own title and build something that people truly see the value in that they can't do without you can be the boss and call the shots and i actually respect that kind of that mentality
1: i do want to talk about torleto y'all remember who he is
0: yeah the
1: dude that got shanked The reason why we felt kind of sorry for him, because like many people in the world to this day, for the people that's listening right now, and I know we probably said this before, we are all saved, man. We believe in Jesus Christ, God, everything. We are Christians. This man had a woman, a wife. He was so distraught and upset that she left to turn her life over to God. And he did not get the clue to follow. And go ahead and do the same thing, he was just stuck in his old ways. That's why we felt sorry for him.
3: They believe he stepped on the J's, I mean, his shoes. <laughs> was like, and like, and then you knew he was, the star. you knew he was a strong when he did it. And He was just so confused, like, oh man, like he regretted it immediately. He's like, yo, cut, cutler, you saw he stepped on my shoes, man. He stepped on my shoes, he stepped on these J's, man. These J's cost me two. He didn't say the price. It was, like, 11 bucks, But, the, like, that right there was the biggest thing right there for me. As soon as he said that and he killed him over those shoes, I was like, bro, if y'all modern-day black people don't see this right here over y'all James, I heard shooting people, stabbing people. Like, the, it used to be a point where, and I don't know if it still happens today, you step on somebody's shoes, they really would try to kill you. And it's just crazy that they, like, translated from that movie over these $11 shoes. Like, these shoes cheap, these material things, you know, they're not relevant. Like he spent eleven dollars, and I know it's a big amount then for them, but like, bruh, I was just like, and that is the first thing I thought in my head. As soon as he said he stepped on my shoes, and he made a huge deal out of it. You see this right here? While got off the shoes, took the shoe off his foot, put it on top of the piano in his face. Dude said my bad and everything. He ain't saying my bad, but he said excuse me. You know that? I guess that was they way saying sorry back in the day. But it's the same thing. You know, same thing. Somebody said my bad. Somebody step on your your. Brand new uh, Jordan Nines Valentine's Day edition. Like, dude, so you're just gonna step on my shoes like that? My bad, dude. No, you're gonna I'll stick on work. my shoes, wipe them off, put them in his face. <laughs> you see, how he ain't sitting in my shoes. People, people are not gonna see that unless you point, point it out to them. Only the select few will open their eyes and see what this movie was like pointing out. Aside from the political statements, aside from the hate at the white man, that part right there, like you pointed that part out and that part right there. Levy not accepting God. Right. Toledo not accepting God. Toledo dies. Levy basically going to jail. Well, it's 1927, so I don't know how much they care about a black man killing the black man. But, oh. you know, he going, all his stuff going downhill. And you, you know, his, his Levy's uh, reason oh, yeah. for his distrusting God or how he hated God and cursing God and how he was, was so similar to so many atheists of today. Something bad happened, and they just expect that everything that God does for you, God is supposed to make sure everything bad stops. Death shouldn't even be happening. And so in that case, you know, something happened to his his, uh, his, mother. And when he actually tells the story and finally explains to us why he was so mad at God. Well, yeah, when he finally explains to us why his mom, you know, what happened to her and why he was so mad at God. If you really, like, look at it again and look at it, he said, she's out here asking God. She said, Lord Jesus, please help me. And what did he do? He turned her back on her. Actually, when you got cut across the chest, that's when everything stopped. It seemed like that actually might be—he actually did, you know, step in and intervene there. Though you got you got yeah. you know you got cut in the chest, but they could have killed you. And then and they said he was in; they would have killed him. They would have lynched him. So, when you look at it from that perspective and look at it that way, he actually got did intervene. But you took it as, oh no, he ain't stopped them from uh, sleeping with my mom. He stopped you from dying, and stopped her from dying. Yes, it got to that point, but he used he interfered yeah, to he stop was. all this stuff from happening. My yeah, your dad, dad went off and people. shot four people. Kind <laughs> <laughs> he was—he was so today. proud of that story, you know. He yep. was so <laughs> like, me being a Christian man, if I was that big as an actor, mm-hmm. I promise you, if they would have been like, "Yeah, your character's been Chris God," I can't. I'll turn down this role. I'm turning down this role. I can't do this. Yeah, that's sure. you know. I can't allow those words to come out of my mouth. I'm never gonna allow those words. Regardless if I'm acting not, I'm never gonna allow those words come out of my mouth.
2: Manner because it's you're portraying so, in that moment a character like, to the audience. Look, yeah, and that's
0: a bro. real reaction. You have. A, you have a, I've heard people have those kind of words and react. You are portraying a character, God, like but you know, you're held the accountable for everything. The way you you say and portrayed it, it really comes and really fully hits home. Like it felt so real, and then that's. Like when you talk and deal with certain people, that's how some people really go. So I'm with DJ Rom on that. I'm no like I I probably wouldn't say it, but I see how and it's just the extent and going through the realness of portraying the character and really showing a human.
3: The reason why I say the reason why I say what that's I say really is because regardless of you acting, you portraying the character, regardless of what you're doing, you're held accountable for everything that you have said in this life. Everything you said is going to be put on that plate at Judgment Day, and you're going to find out, you know, whether or not you did make it. So he said that, and yes, he could he could ask for the and if he was a god fairman man, he asked I mean, for well, the end. But, I mean, However, I, I could not way. be put in that position to have to say those things mm-hmm. because I can't. I don't. I don't agree with it. One and two, you're held accountable. You you're held accountable for that stuff. So I would turn down a role in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And it does say in the Bible, and I know this is more about the movie per se, but there were spiritual aspects of it that uh. <clears throat> I can't remember exactly this paraphrase, but those who are persecuted, persecuted on God's behalf will, I think, it's um, prosper, have a have a, a seat on the right-hand side of God, on the throne of God. Or, yeah. I can't remember this, but if you're persecuted for your beliefs or persecuted for God on God's behalf, he will bless you. So me saying, no, I'm not going to do that. Is going to in the end basically make it to where, huh? You say I ain't going to never have a job uh, yeah, in Hollywood with again yeah. because yeah. I didn't oh, want to yeah. say, you know, yeah. all this stuff about God. Well, no, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, well quick, dude,
2: for me to ask, <laughs> uh, I understand all of that, but here's the thing you are held accountable for your actions and everything that you say by God. Here's the thing, though anyone that knows anything about characters, When you portray anything that's portrayed as evil on the screen, if you play any kind of evil character, you're portraying evil. So just by saying you're cursing God, you're you are if you play a murderer or a rapist or anything like that, that's also something bad to be looked at. So if anything, acting, you know, but I don't look at it in that way. I mean, I understand why you guys look at it that way.
3: No, that's different. That's different because these are actual verbal words that you're saying out. No, so let me explain to you why I say this. Let me explain to you why I say this. So these yeah. are actual words that you're saying out of your mouth. If you're playing someone who's a murderer, but who's raping, did you no, actually no, no, murder or rape you're, those people? You're, constru-
2: you're misconstruing it think. from your... But did no, you say those words? Hold on. No, no, you're saying that a person... No, he, you're not saying that's it with your, what your what heart, saying. though. No, that's what, what I'm saying, saying when, you, when a person
1: curses God, yeah. they're
2: saying it with their heart. And you're playing a character. You're not saying it with your heart. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. It doesn't matter if you... Right. It doesn't matter if you said your heart or not. Everything's going to be written down, whatever God if you didn't say, it, hurt. You, no matter what. not. Right. You
3: never it. What you guys
2: are I still don't agree with the fact that a character.
3: You, it's almost the same thing as saying, it's almost saying the same thing is this almost the same thing because if, if no sin is in the Bible, the Bible says no sin is greater than another, that means that <laughs> no, bro, what no, you you saying no, you're to, words. saying translates to I killed this person, but I didn't kill him in my heart. So it don't you're
2: playing a character on screen.
3: No, i'm telling you is that be, i'm telling you you're, you're um, saying
2: evil things like people on like if you look at movies people say bad things in movies they curse god like god doesn't exist and they kill people and these are christian people that play these characters most the time
3: so so real quick i can tell you I can tell you, no, I can tell you that there are several instances of that's people fine. who have refused to do certain things for movies right. because it didn't align with their religious beliefs. That's and there are a bunch of them fine. you can actually yeah, listen to but that's the point of- People who won't kiss anybody that's not their spouse. They of won't course. You don't, have to. Won't you don't have to. I'm saying? not They won't smoke on the screen. And so forth. They have the right to refuse that. They don't have to do it. And if, they, if you want the person to be in your movie, if you want the person to be in your movie and they say, I don't want to do that, then you will find a way to opt it out. They do it all the time. There have actually been instances where the person, the leading role, they went with them so mad they was like, I won't kiss anybody unless it's my significant other. It's like, all right, we're just going to um, CGI in another I mean, person, I, okay. but it's going to be your I'm significant saying, other. I'm saying, like, me personally, they have done I just it. Articles all over the place. I'm in the way. same,
0: I'm in the same boat with, uh, with with Moe. I don't
2: see anything. Nah, that's quite too I'm, close. Like, and, uh,
0: it's, I understand this. I mean, it's a everything. I don't.
2: Uh, I mean, like, I get it. But I'm saying, like, you're you're just portraying a character.
3: All right, let
2: me say this: you're not saying You're telling this is what people do in in a real life basis, and people don't understand this is how people feel. This is how right. why people feel this way. You're portraying a character to people. Like there's people that play Judas in the movie, like the Bible movies. There are people that play Judas and all this other stuff. Does that mean God's gonna be like, oh, you 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 want to kill my son? It's like, bro, I'm portraying a character. <laughs> But then you, You're portraying yourself killing Jesus. You're yeah, Jesus. I, I agree with
3: that. No. You're portraying definitely not. the pre- than
0: that? You're
3: portraying Jesus. You're
2: so
1: doing the crucifixion. I, I, I agree with optimistic reviewer. <laughs> what you're
2: saying to me like, is you killing Jesus is not as bad as you Wait, you know. Wait, hold up. I got, <laughs> I got
3: DJ. You man. DJ. You're hey, portraying DJ. evil, characters. <laughs> DJ. 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 I got you. What is what is the, the one thing was, that you love the most Why about he, played he played the team. Joker? What was the one thing that you love the most about him? Nice Are you talking about the methic acting that he did? And how did he play that to a T? The method acting, everything that he did leading mm-hmm. up to it, he studied for this role. He tried for this role. He did everything in his heart to be the Joker. That was the thing. So when an actor plays a part, they are channeling that emotion, and they are pretending like, what? how would I feel if this was me? So in that moment, when he's saying those words on screen, he's like, how would I feel if this was but me? And it. I really felt this he way. Said, All right, that, I'm going to say it yeah. like I said it if it was coming from my heart. So in that moment, as long as he what said it is, from his heart or not, he did say it. But he's. You're saying,
2: but you're, but you portraying. But you're saying words that people say all the time. People say that all the time. You're portraying. I'm not telling. No. He's he's actually playing think, a real character though. He's playing a based off. what of I'm saying that's based off of. a of a of a real person. People have said those words. People say those words all the time. You're portraying what people say. All, to this day, my brother. Yeah,
1: uh, it's a different.
2: So it's like it's not a difference. It bro. is. <laughs> You you acting out something and saying something is we the same that there is, there is what did, didn't God say that? that? No, you, you, huge... you're saying something is just as bad as you acting out on it. If I understand. It, I understand that we we thought
3: about your Lord and Savior Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> yes, if you thought about it, you committed it. It actually says that in the Bible. It actually says that in the Bible.
2: I'm not going to say <laughs> that Chadwick Boseman cursed God for real. He played. Nah, we, an actor. I'm not willing to say that. He's an actor he portrayed, he portrayed a character a very well.
3: I would not that's ever right. allow anybody to tell me that and I have to say something like that. I would refuse the role, me personally, cool. because I don't want those words to ever come out of my mouth. You know why? Because everything, okay, so everything that comes out of your mouth, and if, if you you're held it, accountable for everything, everything it, that comes out of your mouth, it crosses what well. you mean in your heart. It came out of your mouth. You're held accountable for everything. Are you right? Every, and that's why we ask for forgiveness every day. Yes. However, but if you, you said, said you it out of your mouth, you're held accountable for I it. Would, am I right or am I wrong? blame anybody. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying to you. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. I agree. With you. That's, I'm, that's what I'm saying to you. He did that as his role, but I'm saying I no, could no, never no, no. do that. Said, no, no, no. I said me personally. I could no. never do that. No, I. And that's said, what I'm no, trying to I say. No, no. You I'm saying say because you portrayed killing Jesus. Jesus.
2: went I don't blame <laughs> anybody for playing that role. I would play a role like that.
0: In my mind, would be just as bad imitating the actions, because that would be no probably part that would want to go there.
3: Sandy Ravage. When I say what I said, this was all relating to what you do. So when I say that, when I when I say that, let me give you an expla- explanation about this. When I say this is all about what you do, he did say those words. That's what you're saying
2: to me, that you know, because a person acting out a murder on screen is different from saying certain words. It's like, bruh, I don't agree with that. I mean, but we can. you don't have to agree with me. I'm just saying I see something wrong with that. Again, I hear what you're saying. What I, I, I say to saying.
3: you is, all right. So I don't think I don't think you're hearing. I don't think you hearing what I'm saying. That part, like that part, made me so sad. But at the same time, it was just like I was just like so appalled too. Again, like I said, back I to the Jay's like, thing because the way he stabbed him in the back he's is like said, you shouldn't miss <laughs> <husband laughs> <husband laughs> <to abandon> him on You see, to uh,
0: what's I'm looking for to try and get his big break, and I looked at it more as you. Take I you thought you go him on somebody doing something to you. But you're gonna take it out on your own people and people that was in your corner over something like shoes because that's all he had left. Yeah, that's what I, that's what that's what her, that's what made me just sit and that in my sounds, chair and that's just, weird because it like sounds like society today. Water. It's so crazy, like, not tears, but I'm like, that's so deep.
3: You know when Tales of the Hood first that came out and uh they did that whole they did all the little <laughs> stories and stuff. You find out at the end of the movie that they all was dead and they was going to hell and stuff. A lot of people walked out of the theater when that. Okay, well, a lot of people walked out of the theater because of that part. He was like, "Uh, this ain't no <laughs> funeral home. This ain't something oh, either." And he was like, "Welcome to hell." And they turned into the devil. And then oh, they was all bet, on fire. Y'all. So they said a lot of black people walked out the movie theater. They said a lot of people walked out of the movie theater. It <laughs> was like, "Oh no," nah. because <laughs> you know they think like they think like the hit. Oh, oh yeah, another gangster like movie. Oh the yeah they uh movies. they they all killed each other and they all went to hell. And <laughs> it was too real for everybody. <laughs> so that that part made me think of my, or my random made me think of that. I feel like when that part actually hit home for some people, and I'm not, we all know it didn't hit home for a lot of people. We all know this. But the people that it did hit home for, they probably felt some type of way. As soon as they did, it. like, man, it's crazy. Because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, <laughs> he took it I out didn't know he didn't go stab this white dude. Which is what but at the same time, I just knew he wasn't going to stab this white dude today. Because, you know, he, he what did they go, what did they say? What did they say that made him so mad? What, what word did he say? What word did they say? Uh, I can't remember the way they, <laughs> was, when they said it, said it was to him. So like, he's scared of this, what do you call it? And then he got yeah, super heated.
0: Four white people, due to what they did with his family, do his family and stuff like that. But it's still, like, he had some weird kind of, he had a weird reverence for them, and he didn't really have respect for his own people, I noticed. Yeah. It, it kind of... <laughs> See, that's another thing that I, like, I noticed, too, because I feel like some black people, where it's like, we run up on the white people looking for them to be so much and kind of, like, kiss up to them to the point where we, like, kick our own people down.
1: You know what? Uh, mm-hmm. right, go ahead.
3: Anybody notice mm-hmm. that I- Anybody notice that a uh, homeboy with the bass did not really dog. say he's much. Cool except uh, Levy needs to start focusing on his playing and not focusing on other things. You know <laughs> he, he really didn't Yeah, slow jack, his name. He really didn't say much for him. Like he did say stuff, but like he he kinda seemed like he was the one who tried to stop the tension in the room. Like when the first the tension first started, he's like, Hey man, we was just playing with you, man. anybody anybody off studying off of it. Everybody kept saying it all movie. Anybody studying off that? Everybody's just messing around, man. We just we just messing around Same hey, Toledo, give me the same kind of grief you yeah. give you too, man. <laughs> you know, say that to me. So he was trying to be the mediator, but he didn't really, like, say much throughout the movie for real. Like, he said some stuff here and there. At the beginning, he had some more to say, but then it was just, like, kind of just vanished into the background. Then it started being about the yes, man, Cutler, and uh, Toledo the guitar player and Levy he would, man, and everybody he else and these guitar player just so, like, dang, so he stabbed he's stabbed that, that dude. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> you know, don't like, say nothing who know every Kendrick Lamar lyric for every album that come out.
3: <laughs> hey, man,
0: he was, he was. Oh, this no. hey, she, she was for the streets what she wants to say about her.
2: <laughs> but but that her her, her 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 character is important though you wanna know why well not no no she she was she she was for the streets That's what yes exactly she was she was. That's a, she's a, an
3: important because character she because she shows
2: her. exactly why yeah. people are around you that remember remember when Ma Rainey was like, I'm gonna get you a new dress, she was like, Well, I also need some shoes, like you know, and so she throwing stuff in there that she that she won't.
3: That's like uh that's like that yeah. new meme that I don't know if y'all all seen that meme where it was like you know, they do the dude talking to the girl and they talking about whatever, and he was like, I'm uh, so Hey, I'm gonna take it, you out. She was like, I need my hair done. Go get your hair done. It was like that. It was like just like that. It made me so mad. <laughs> it was dumb. They was like, they was like, uh, know your worth, ladies. If you ain't willing to buy, it. and then, uh, the crazy part was like, this was the, this was from when I was implied you know, by it. This met, was their first date. Why am I paying $200 for your done? You know, I ain't never, we, ain't never been out of date in our lives. <laughs> I mean, you Nothing, know no, you for like that. Yeah, exactly. How about
2: they want you to pay all their bills. Nah, fam.
3: You know, uh, yeah, no. She definitely was. She definitely was like a gold digger. He was like, "Hey, girl, you trying to get in the pants?" She's like, "All right, right, you can do it. Once you start making your own money, you can buy anyway, yourself. Know, you know, I ain't doing nothing unless I give me some money." She gave um, it up anyway. You know, so that's so, what
2: they do. So you're a prostitute? you prostitute? She was right, <laughs> man. He told the <laughs> truth
1: <laughs>
3: truth. <laughs> <laughs> she was a straight Slow drag, slow, drag, slow, drag. Drag, slow drag. You know the crazy slow part drag. about it, though? Uh, <laughs> Drive slow. What's his name? Slow foot? <laughs> Fast foot? <laughs> it's okay, y'all. Slow drag. So. so he was slow in two different ways, huh? <laughs> so he was slow in two different ways, huh? You no, know, uh, so when he heard them in there doing it, you know, or he, I guess he didn't hear them, but as he went to come back and get Levy, and he heard them saying stuff, whatever, he was like, mm.
0: That ain't my business, Kirby the girl, the
3: frog." Every other black person yeah. in the world would have been like, I ain't seen nothing. I ain't heard nothing. I ain't saying nothing. So <laughs> at that moment, one thing that was definitely the one thing that I really didn't like about that character because you know now you can tell they are really just trying to call a strength for Levy at that moment in time. Yeah, just, like, yeah, you can dude, tell they really shit. just gunning yeah. for that man because you ain't have to say nothing. No, they don't. Ask six nine. He got a
0: record deal. He got a record deal. <laughs> and snitches. You know oh, yeah. what they say about snitches? They right? <laughs> get
3: stitches. Ask Toledo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 6ix9ine <laughs> was like wait six nine hit that six nine did what every gangster and every thug in their life actually wants to do they don't want to get jumped but they was like he was like you know what i see this from everybody let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you did you know that bobby actually was on the toilet the other y'all day y'all really want to know who is i know i told you all this other stuff but let me i can go further <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you know, crazy 6 9 actually did do that. He actually told them more than <laughs> He told them about Cardi B,
1: <laughs>
3: Jim Jones. What's yeah. that? He was like, hey, hey, hey Cardi B, <laughs> and Cardi B, did you know? Did you know, but, she, I mean, did you she, know, know? she was yes. a part of the blood? She's not. We knew that. <laughs> we actually knew that. <laughs> Jim Jones is too. He may be <laughs> old. She's she really good. know that, did you? Yeah, yeah, we need to let me go? <laughs> They hey, like, DMX, I know what they really the want. That's the thing I ever, heard, uh, <laughs> thing you ever say. Do, you, do you you want to know who Mike Jones is?
0: <laughs> told you dog. He gonna tell DMX what they want from
3: him. Look, I tell you I tell you who the Muffin Man is. I tell you. I know where he lived, too. I know him. <laughs> yeah. man, D- man, that whole
0: DMX song was a meme. My he favorite told, DMX yeah, song was everything. that one. <laughs> when you
3: start naming all the chicks? Wasn't out that out a meme for a <laughs> while? Really Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. Tanya. Yeah. what they want <laughs>
0: Everybody, <laughs>
2: yeah. he was so aggressive. <laughs> I,
3: I'm I, love you marking I, I love, love you, barking <laughs> like,
2: too. Do you know yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like a dog's love? That's a real. Hey. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Toledo, you know, Toledo movie, was Toledo was the, to was the, the incarnation Bad of snitches city. get stitches. Well, even though he didn't really right actually snitch
0: a certain things. He just, he, stitches, yeah. he just was in, the, he just in the wrong way at, at the wrong, he was in the wrong place in the wrong time. <clears throat> he was around the wrong people. How about that?
3: He was, he was dropping that profound knowledge on him the entire movie. He's like, "That's black people need to get it together with ourselves individually and together as a race." He was like, "You gonna solve all that for everybody? No, I can <laughs> work no on me. I need to work on y'all to too." It, it was yeah, like, "Y'all, know y'all listening?" Like, I really wanted to be really like...
0: focusing on self accountability, which <laughs> that's a that's a very Denzel Washington stance to take if you watch his interviews and listen to a lot of stuff he say.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, just like fences. Just like fences was a movie like that too. They had a lot of
3: producer. It's crazy. It's crazy how they translate it on screen.
0: I was kind of nail biting where they went out to go buy the coke, and they was the only black people. They were I in did. the store, and all the white people was eyeing them, and nothing happened. To they didn't them. even show the rest of that.
1: <laughs> You're right.
2: I actually expect this- I expected something to come from that, but I think I, I really bet- actually I don't think that was like something
0: they were really trying to dig right? into in the movie. I don't. There's enough movies like that. I think, I, well, see, I feel like they should have <laughs>
3: dug into it just a little bit. I feel like they kind of missed out on a moment there. I got tired of it. It was already done in the beginning. We, well, see, so they, when Ma Rainey, Rainey finally gets, not first gets, but he finally gets to the studio to record, the first thing that happens is an incident like that with the police, and I feel like they could have capitalized on that moment that happened then regardless of the fact that he bribed the officer because you watch this man hand him some money. It's real obvious. Handed this man some money, he's like, all right, guys, get out of here. Get out of here. So in that specific moment with everything that had already happened, but you know, you what? These black people, obviously, he said something happened in there. They was he, like, nah. He, he didn't. He, de-
2: he understands that black people are seriously tired of seeing what we we already know what we've been through. We don't need to see that on screen over and over, especially something of that nature yeah. that's going to really anger black yeah, people, especially in this yeah. time. You don't want to put that on screen again. That's why I didn't
0: watch Queen and Slim. Black people like, being
3: treated. That, about- that was one of the reasons why I gave it an eight instead of giving it higher marks, because of that, that overall, like, yeah. we in the country right now, and it's like these, besides it being perilous times, we in this, this moment where everybody's just hating. It's just a bunch of hate around, and we don't need no more hate. We need unity. What happened to that? You go from the hate that you give to my rainies, I hate white people. So, they was like he was like what did he saying the That's hate that you with uh the, the dad he said uh the hate that you give
2: well we averaged the rating out to an 8 out of 10 and we do not give this movie a double tap mainly because we feel like that when you watch it once you pretty much get everything out of it that you already need so you yeah. can't watch this again if you want to it <clears throat> is not a ne- necessarily necessity for you to, but you can if you want it's a really enjoyable movie so we heard double tap want to thank you all for listening and we will see you guys on the next episode peace, peace.